we see people with ads all the time and I feel so bad for people when I see them just throwing away money. Hey, hey, welcome to Smart AF. I'm your host, Tori Mathis. We have got a great show for you today, so let's get started. Hey guys, what's up? It's Tori Mathis. I'm your host, and I'm here with the one and only founder of Miles Through Time Automotive Museum, Sean Mathis. I'm Sean. Hello, Sean. Hello. <laughs> you know, we talk a lot about how you can get in front of you know lots of people and really get the best return on investment and you know sean's got a local business sean runs you know founder of miles through time automotive museum in clarksville georgia he runs the museum he runs the marketing for it and you have said by far hands down trying all kinds of different marketing what is the best return on investment for you facebook which is also instagram okay so facebook you guys facebook and we hear people all the time bitch and gripe about facebook and facebook ads i want to talk about facebook ads um, and say that facebook ads don't work in fact we've done a, a um, episode already about facebook ads not working and they absolutely do um, and so i think it would be really great to go over just like the biggest facebook ads mistakes and just kind of how to get started with facebook ads because local businesses um service type businesses like i think facebook ads can work for any business as long as your business is not super confusing or it's cannabis or crypto because facebook doesn't like that um but really any business can do so much with facebook ads and so i want to start with just some really great ways that you can get started with facebook ads first thing is do not just go boost some random post and then tell me that Facebook ads don't work. Is that even technically an ad, a boosted post? Because oh. I know it's changed a bunch of times and originally like it was definitely its own thing. Like it was just a button that they made super easy to click and, and give Facebook money, but there was nothing behind it. And I think it's since it's now there's a few more things you can do to a boosted post, although it's still not what you should be doing. Right. So if you actually go to the ads manager and you could just go to Facebook and type in ads manager, there are so many options that are available for you. All these tools, all these different placements that you can use for ads and you lose all of that in boosted posts that make it that it's just a very generic way of, of doing ads that a lot of times because of how generic it is, like your po it, it might not work for you. Like I do not go there. I would never suggest going and boosting a post. So if you type in ads manager or you go to business.facebook.com, you can get started there. You can set up your account correctly, but you need to run your ads from the Facebook ads manager. Then when you start an ad, it'll give you options on like, what do you actually want your ad to do? Are you trying to boost conversions? Are you trying to get traffic to your website? There's all these different options. And then it sets up the entire ad for what you actually want. So if you want more Facebook likes, that's going to be different than if you want people Engagement. going to the website. Right. If you want traffic, yeah. right. So there's all these, I mean, if you want views on your video, then there's a video views 
Facebook ad. And so it's actually building it all out based on that first thing that you want, which is um, what, whatever type of ad that you're looking for. Um, if you just boost a post, you're not really getting all those different options. And so you really wanna start off with a, a good foot forward. And so you wanna use the ads manager. Um, I wouldn't really suggest like getting, like if you're a brand new business and you just need to get like a little bit so you look like you don't have like one person liking your page, like maybe do a Facebook ads liking thing or get people to like your page. Like that's totally fine and you can do that and get um, actual like people that are in your target market to actually like your page. Um, and I think just to get you started, that might be a great place. But otherwise, we really wanna look at like, what do you want? Like the first thing that you do before before you even get into Facebook, you have to decide like what you actually want. So Sean's got an ad that he has been running for quite a while and makes a few changes to it here and there. But when what do you want out of that ad? I want people to know that the museum is even there. Do you want people in, in Hawaii to know? No. That's a key, right? <laughs> I mean... It'd be cool, but I'm not spending money for that. If, right. if organically it reaches Hawaii and somebody happens to be vacationing in, in you know, the Atlanta area and they want to go see a car museum, that's a win. But for me to actually put money behind having people in Hawaii know that Miles Two Time exists, absolute burning money in a dumpster. Right. So we don't want to burn money in a dumpster when it comes to doing ads. Um, so the first thing you want to know is like, what do you want? Um, and so for Sean, like just getting people that are in the vicinity of the museum is good enough because people that are car lovers will make a trip to go to the museum. So that is more of an awareness campaign. Um, you could also do like an engagement campaign if you had something that you just wanted people to share it um, and kind of get your name out there a little bit. But I think that the best type of ad that you can do for your business is to get an email which means that you have to have like a great offer to give them so that they exchange um, whatever your offer is for giving them an email address. Because once you have an email and once you've taken that contact and you've taken them off of Facebook, and if you've watched any of our episodes or listened to any of our episodes about um, email marketing, that is the greatest place that you can contact anybody, any of your um, customers, because it's so hard to get heard on Facebook or on Instagram or wherever it is you're trying to, you know, reach your customers. But if you email them, like that is a direct contact to them and they're more likely to respond, more likely to actually see the message that you're trying to send. Well, and if you do a little bit of research, like no matter what thing it is that you're into, uh, chances are Facebook showing you ads for that thing, right? Those, those things that you already have shown some sort of interest in. Uh, out of curiosity's sake, go ahead and click on any one of them, anyone that's an ad, and, and pay attention to what, what's happening. I almost guarantee you're going, they're going to ask for your email. In any of those paid ads, it's going to be a coupon because chances are they're, it's, they're selling you something, you know, whether it's a, a restaurant trying to get you to buy a meal or a watch or, you know, exercise video, like whatever it is they're asking for your email. They're paying for ads on Facebook and they want your email still, every single one of them. Go ahead, I mean, go on Facebook when you're done with this episode and click any one of them. I, I promise you, it's gonna ask for your email. Because that's a lot of, like we talk about sales process and that's part of the beginning sales process. You get their attention and then you can offer them something. And then once you have that email, then they're part of your full sales process. So I always like joke, like people are like, ah, I don't want to go on Facebook. And I'm like, well, everybody's still kind of there. Like use it for phishing. 
Go on there, fish people out, and then bring them to whatever it is that you're doing. And if you don't want to stay there and you don't want to keep it, you know, keep whatever your business is there, at least go fishing in Facebook because the people are there and people respond to ads all of the time. So I think coming up with some type of offer for whatever it is your business is um, and getting that email from them so that you can continue to market them, introduce them to your business, um, introduce them to your sales process, get them to know, like, and trust you, and then they'll buy from you. A lot of people I see when they first try to do Facebook ads is that they're, they just put whatever their thing is, like buy my thing. And that's really a hard sell on Facebook. Um, just to straight up buy something, it can work. Um, but I think you need a little bit more planning from that. I think a lot of people are very successful at fishing for the email and then selling in the follow-up. That's where like the boost comes in. It's like, here, buy this t-shirt, but there's no link to even the t-shirt, right? It's just like, here's a picture. And that's like, they, they, it's an obvious, they don't understand how this works. Even when we've talked about getting reviews, I mean, you, you could, you could make an ad and put money behind a post that your entire intention is to get reviews for your business. Well, if you do that, but then still leave off, you know, where you want those reviews and, and give it, give the, the customer an opportunity to easily leave that review, you're throwing your money away again because you, you don't have that, you don't have the, the map of what it is that you want them to do laid out in front of them. If you were going to do something like a review campaign, like, and so that would be, you actually want people to click off of Facebook and go to another website where they could leave you a review. Um, it's, it's really awesome that you can upload your customer list to Facebook um, and you can utilize that to show your ad to. Um, you could do it to people that already like your page or people that have already bought your product. So you want to be really targeted on who you show your ad to so that it makes the most sense because shotgun marketing you like you don't have to do that when it comes to Facebook. It's not like you're putting an ad on TV and showing it at seven o'clock, you know, prime time and trying to just hit every single person and hoping that there's a couple that that are interested in what you're actually selling. You can be very targeted and very detailed in who you're showing the ad to. And the Facebook targeting is it's amazing. You can be um, very detailed. Like I said, you can upload your list and you can actually um, market towards just those people if it's a big enough list. Or you can tell Facebook, hey, here is my, these are my customers. And you upload like their email address because Facebook knows who people's email address is. And you can say, look at all of these people and then make me an audience that's like these people because these people like me, so find other people that are like that. And so targeting your ad to the correct people that are going to actually act on your ad is huge. And I think that is a place that a lot of people make a mistake where they're just like, mm, I wanna, I, everybody likes my, my product. I could just market to everybody. And I think that you have to be a little bit targeted um, when you do Facebook ads. Well, Facebook makes it really easy for it to look appealing to make your your audience massive. Oh, you'll reach millions of people, right? Uh, and it's that's not necessarily what you want. Yeah, you don't necessarily want to reach millions of people because again, that goes back into that shotgun approach. Um, so we talked about like having a really good offer. Whatever it is that your business is, if you can offer some type of 
offer to them, whether it's a special or your deal, um, maybe having some type of download for them, or maybe like a free mini course or some type of PDF or a booklet. Like there's all these different things that you can do and you gotta kind of try and see what's working. Um, like Sean said, if you start clicking around and seeing what other people are doing, that's a really good way to get ideas. We have another episode that's Steal Like an Artist and we talk about the fact that you never have to start from scratch. So go out there and figure out what other people are doing, like if you have no idea, and then kind of see where you can do that and what you can do to bring that in. A really cool thing that you can do is you can spy on anybody on Facebook. Any business that is running ads on Facebook, you can actually go to their page and see every single ad that they have. And so if you have a competitor or if you know somebody that's doing some cool stuff or if you just want to go out there and just start, I mean, go to some city that's far away from where you are. You know, we're in the Atlanta area. So go to L.A. and go search businesses that are similar to yours in L.A. and go see what they're doing or go to Minneapolis or, you know, go somewhere else so that you're not doing the exact same thing in your neighborhood, but you're going and seeing just what other people are doing. Go find a Facebook page and go down to page transparency. And in there, it has a place to see if the, the page is doing ads. And if it is, you can look at their ads library and you can see every single one of them. And look at ones, you can tell if it's been running a long time, it is a successful ad because people aren't gonna let these things run if they're not you know, um, actually getting stuff for them. So once you see an ad on there that you see that maybe has been running or that has a lot of engagement in there or that just like looks cool to you, click it, see what the page is that it's going to, see what they're offering, what are they offering? Like is that, how are they bringing value? What does the picture look like? How are they actually grabbing people's attention? Because so many ads, look the same, that you have to have something that's actually gonna grab them off of, you know, just scrolling through and get their attention. And that's super important. We see people with ads all the time and I feel so bad for people when I see them just throwing away money. If you wanted to share a link on Facebook, let's say you're having an event and so you have a page on your website or whatnot that has an event. And let's say that you want to get people to that page. When you share the link, and it comes up and whatever picture it's showing, if you don't like the picture or if it's giving you a funky picture, like you can say, replace this picture and you can put whatever you want there. And we talk about Canva all the time. Canva has examples of Facebook ads. It'll give you the right size. It'll you know give you some templates to use that you can get some ideas for. Or if you started um, getting just some ideas from some of your research, you can kind of base your design off maybe something that you see is working for somebody else. So you can replace that at that picture. And if that one doesn't work, you could try a different one. And if you're using Facebook Ads Manager, one of the best thing is, is that you could try like the same text and try two different pictures and see what works out. They have a way that Facebook will automatically utilize the budget so that you can see um, which one works better and it'll automatically give more money to the one that works. And the, the picture, like that is your first impression. Like if, if the picture doesn't catch their eye, it doesn't matter really anything. Like everything else you've done, it's thrown out the window because they're not even going to get to that. That picture is what catches the person's eye initially. And then it's, you know, whatever it is that you've written there that makes it intriguing enough to then click. But that, that picture, that's, that's the golden ticket. That's got to be something that's like, wow, I want to know more about it, what it is. I mean, you can get super clever and, I mean, you, you could share a portion of something and people are like, what is that? I mean, there's all kinds of things you can do, but that picture is, is huge. Like the one that we use for the museum is, is like, that is one of the coolest pictures that I've taken in there. 
And I chose that one specifically because it is the coolest picture in there. Uh, you look at it and you're like, oh, that place looks awesome. Is it the the down shot with the Cadillac and the airplane in the background? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, it's, and, and to, to choose that picture, um, originally it just started as a picture that was shared. Um, and, and I could see how many people engaged with just a picture before it was ever an ad. It was a picture that got a lot of engagement. So, and that's another way that you can, you can tell like what pictures are cool in, in your industry on your page, like post pictures, see which ones just organically are appealing to your, your, your customers and choose one of those to be the, the represented picture for your ad because you already know it's successful in that sense. But then again, like make a different, you know, a couple different versions of it and find out which one is the best. I think the biggest thing with people is that they try to possibly rush into it and then just say that it doesn't work. Like do a tiny bit of research, do a tiny bit of planning um, and, and kind of figure out like walk through those steps of, you know, and I say this with everything with the business, like with the sales process, like somebody sees my ad, they're excited about it, then what? Then they're gonna read it. Then what do you want? What do you want them to feel? What do you want them to do? Then they click onto something. Then what do you want them to do? And when you have somebody click over, generally you want to send them to a landing page, which means that it doesn't have a footer. It doesn't have navigation. It doesn't have anything, any of those like fancy things on there that your website has. It usually just has one choice. And again, if you start to do some research, if you don't understand what this is, go click on a couple of ads and you'll see that they're not usually sending them to like the whole website because then people, it, it's too scattered. It's like, what do you want them to do they could there's all kinds of things they can do usually for an ad you want people to be a little bit more targeted and you want them to only make one decision it's usually you know they give you an email or they make a purchase or whatever it is that one thing is um, and so doing a little bit of research and planning this out just a little bit what does the process look like? What do I want this ad to do? What do I want people to do after this ad and realize that sometimes the sale it doesn't come with that first click it might come, you know, in a couple emails later, um, as you start to build that relationship, um, as you start to get them to know, like, and trust you a little bit, because grabbing them off of Facebook, fishing in Facebook is only the first step. And I think of the, the, the dog groomer, right? Tons of stories about the dog groomer. So you should have, because of, you know, the capabilities of Facebook, they, they, the, the dog groomer you went to should have had the ability to have then, you know, you, you would have been seeing their ads, right? After you've, you've gone to them because they would have captured your email or something like that. But if they, if they had an ad going and it was a cool picture of a nicely groomed dog or it was a messy dog, right? Something like that. And you're like, oh, that's a cute dog. Or I've been looking at, um, pet grooming or whatever the case may be, or like, oh, that was the place I went to, you know, they, they got my email, you know, and so now I'm seeing their ads and you click it and it's like, give us your email and here's 10% off and you do it. And then the next email is like, schedule your appointment and you're done. And then it, from there on the back end, they can email you as many times as you let them until you schedule appointments and, and buy their stuff. But without that, like y you've got something like that, that's laid out a whole process of from the time they see you see their ad to giving their your email to them to scheduling an appointment and they've, you're now a customer. Or they could just put in a link to their website that's got a their logo, right? Nobody cares. 
and it says they're a dog groomer local nothing you click on it it just goes to their website which looks dated uh nothing special about it no nothing right nothing appealing that not even any reviews on it right what are the odds that you're going to they're going to turn you into a customer at that point There's, they didn't they didn't make they didn't tell you to do anything they're just like here we are you know basically do you like our logo which is one of the the things that when you make our logo bigger, like nobody cares, right? Right. It goes back to the picture. Yeah. Sean shows me ads all the time. He's like, you're not going to believe this ad. Look at what they're doing. And like, it's like a crazy picture. And then it doesn't, the link doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. Having just a little bit of planning on that um, is definitely really big. And, you know, I am super bummed by this whole Apple not allowing Facebook's tracking pixel. It drives me crazy that they're doing this. I understand that some people like it. You want to have your privacy and you don't want to be tracked or anything like that. But, you know, talking about the dog groomer, how the Facebook pixel works would be like if I am looking for a dog groomer and I go to five different dog grooming websites because I'm trying to figure out which one I want to do or I'm looking for somebody to build a deck in my backyard and I start going to all these different websites and I'm in research mode. Once I've landed on a website, if a person has that um, tracking pixel on there, it just kind of dings you. And so they, Facebook will then know that it's you so that when you go onto Facebook, that company can now send you ads. And I think that's fine. I think that it furthers the experience of when you're in research mode for something, then it also allows people to know, hey, Tori's interested in dog grooming and in building a deck. And it allows different companies to now show me ads which again, I think is fine. Like I want to see those companies that maybe I missed or maybe their website looked like crap, but they have a really nice video that they're showing me during their their um, their ad that really grabbed my attention and made me want to work with them. So just because like, I don't know. That's their opportunity to tell you how great they are, right? Like that, that, that you're, you're already in research mode They've spent the money to let, you know, to, to get in front of you again, to go look at us. We'll do you right. Yeah. And they, and a lot of times I always go back on reputation. I don't really choose any business based on price. It's more on reputation. Who's got something to lose? And not because I'm out there trying to, you know, be malicious or anything and be like, ah, these people, I'm going to get them if they screw up. It's, I assume they won't screw up. I assume that they're, they care about their reputation that they're going to do what's right and I don't really have to worry about it. And so the people that are, are out there, you know, promoting themselves, uh, chances are those are the people that like, they, they can't do that and then have all these people upset with them. Like it's just, it's not going to work. You're going to, you're going to see that stuff. You're going to be like, oh, this ad. And then you go and you look and you're like, oh, this, this business has, a hundred one-star reviews that they suck. You know, it's not going to work. They, they won't spend any money anymore because it's just, it's going to be a, an ugly circle. Um, so chances are, you know, you, you've been researching. Now you see them on Facebook. Now they've given you an offer, right? Because they're, they're, their intention behind their ad is purposeful. You know, now, now you've got a deal, right? You got, you feel like you're getting that, that special deal, whether it's 10% off or buy one, get one or whatever the case may be. Or maybe you're not even ready, but you know you gave them your email because you want that coupon, and in you know a couple of weeks, then you'll be ready. But meanwhile, they've emailed you again and said, "Hey, you know we really want you as a customer. 
you know, here's this extra gift or whatever. I mean, there's an endless amount of things that you could do. But the bottom line is you, you gotta, you gotta give it to them. You gotta, you gotta have some sort of sequence of events of what it is you want your customer to do so that they can do something. Cause if you don't tell them, they don't know what to do. They're standing around. What do I do with my hands? You know, <laughs> <laughs> but we see it over and over. There's yeah. just, there's, there's nothing behind it. It's just, uh, buy my shit and it doesn't work. There's too much competition out there. Right. Or it's go to my website. Like if you have an ad that just sends them to your website, like that might for your business might not be the best thing. So if you haven't had luck at some of these ads, this might be why. And so thinking through, like Sean said, like what's the research pro process when somebody is going to go to your business? Um, you know, what, how much research do they do? They, do? they go to multiple websites and then you figure out what this process is for your clients and then how you can get in front of them when they're on Facebook, when they're on Instagram, when they're in other, and I mean, you could do Google ads, you could do YouTube ads. There's all these different things that work kind of the same way and to pull people and to grab their attention while they're interested because that's the time that um, you're going to get them. And I think that it's not an invasion of privacy. I think that it is just assisting the customer journey. Like I like that I can go to Amazon because I have a product in mind. You know, um, I, I go on there for like a specific vitamin that I've heard of, you know? And so I go and research that vitamin and then I can scroll down and go, customers that looked for this vitamin also looked for these brands. And it, it helps that process of deciding. And so whatever it is your business is like, what is that process for your customer? And then how how can you use like these fantastic tools like Facebook ads, like YouTube ads to get into that process that they're already having? Um, all of these tools are out there and with a little bit of planning and a little bit of forethought and kind of just mapping this thing out, not just willy nilly, you know, boosting a post and then saying shit doesn't work. Um, going through this process just a little bit um, is going to make it so great for your business. I love Facebook ads. I love I love the fact that um, all these things are a little bit connected and that they help me find the products I want, help me find the services I want. It connects me to people that I can't just find. Like if I was just searching Google or like I can't get in front of all these people, I can't find all these um, different companies. Like I want all these options and I think other customers do too. So you just gotta, you gotta figure out how this works for your business because for everybody it's gonna be a little bit different. So researching, is a great place to start. Then you can start planning out what this looks like for your business. Start clicking on stuff, see what your competition's doing, see what other industries are doing. Uh, write down the things you like, you know, cross off the ones you don't like and- Take screenshots of stuff that you like. Yeah. Start I mean, to map this out a little bit. You don't have to start from scratch on this, right? Like mm -hmm. go, go figure out what's going on. Don't be mad at the system, you know, work it. Work it. It's really there for everybody. And so if you want to see what this actually looks like on my Facebook page, so if you search Tori Mathis on Facebook, I actually have a video on there. I might have it on my YouTube channel too. That is how to spy on your competition or any Facebook page. You can search it and you'll find it. Um, if I think about it, I will link it um, in the show notes for this uh, episode. Um, and it'll show you like exactly how to go to a Facebook page if you can't figure that out and you can walk through that because that'll help. They'll help so that you can kind of see what's going on with other people. And I know a lot of people don't know that they can do that. It's simple. Tori just showed me before we started making <laughs> this video on the one specific <laughs> ad that I keep seeing that just, it's in the same industry as me and it's 
absolutely awful. So yeah, we, I, I finally we, showed her, and, yeah. she, and she has like, I gotta wait for the the ad to pop up, and she's like, Nah, I just go to their page and click, click here, and it yeah. was on my phone, so it's not even like you gotta be on desktop, and it was, I mean, it was super easy. Yeah, so. you can see any ad anytime. Like if you saw an ad and you're like, Oh, I wanted to show you know my spouse, or I wanted to show my coworker, like you could pull up any ad that anybody's doing at any time. It's it's pretty cool. Like the information is out there, you guys. You just gotta kind of go out there. And go out there with a little bit of a plan and um, get these tools to work for you. Another thing, too. Don't do it thinking that's going to solve all your problems. Do it with that's your first step. You know, tweaking shit is part of the process. Absolutely. Do it. Borrow it. You know, don't even start from scratch. Borrow something. Then just keep tweaking it. Tweak, 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 tweak until something is going to click. But if you have that expectation of, well, I did everything Tori said, <laughs> still sucks. You know, did, is, did you stop right at the beginning? You just, you copied something and then you didn't do anything? Like It takes, a, it's a process. It does take a little bit of fine tuning and just finding Tweak that, the picture, yeah. tweak the title. And that doesn't, the cool thing about Facebook ads too is that you don't have to start with like $200 a day. Like you can start with five bucks. Like That's the other thing. <laughs> start low yeah. before you, I mean, once you get some, oh, now my, you know, engagement or whatever the case that you're running the ad for is, is improving. Now start ticking up the money if it makes sense. You know, if you're trying to sell something that doesn't have a whole lot of value, but you're putting a shit ton of money behind it, you're not going to get a good return on that. Right. On the flip side, it might be worth spending a ton of money on an ad if when you sell that, you make a lot of money. Right. Uh, if you're selling a high ticket item, don't expect like to set, you know to get five dollar people to buy your you know spend five dollars on on leads or whatever. Like you you can expect to spend more for a higher ticket item. Like miles through time, like admission is seven dollars to get into it. I'm not going to spend two hundred dollars a day, a day <laughs> right? Because <laughs> e even if that many people like that many people are not going to go into the museum. It just, it doesn't make sense for me to do something like that. But $5 a day. One person coming in and you one, need to one person pays for it. You know, it, it's. And the nice thing about these ads too is that there are so many analytics inside of the Facebook ads manager that you can see exactly what is going on. You can see how many people your, your ad got in front of, how many people clicked on it, how many, it gives it kind of a relevance score to see if you're actually like in the ballpark of like what other people are doing. Like, so you know if you're like way off base or if you're doing really well or not. There's lots of ways that you can go in there and see what's happening. So this isn't some way, you know, we talk about the billboard. It isn't something that you're just like, I hope it works mm -hmm. because, you know, hope you don't want hope to be your marketing strategy. No, you should be able to go in there and tweak it until it works. Like it will work if you tweak it enough. If you don't and you're just set it and forget it, you're, you're throwing money away and then you're going to be upset. Don't be upset at us because we told you to tweak it. <laughs> yeah. So with a, with a plan, with a good offer, with targeting it to the right people, doing some research so you can see what other people are doing, see what's actually out there and what's working, and really kind of figuring out what that sales process is for your customers and how you can work yourself into that. Like you're gonna be successful, you got this. I truly believe it.
So if you like this episode, we would appreciate it if you would leave us a review and subscribe. And if you want some really great tools to grow your business and not waste time or money or drive yourself crazy, you can go to torymathis.com and we've got resources and lots of free tools that you can use for this. And we will see you on the next one. See ya. If you want to get smart tools to build your business, go to besmartal.com.